interact with news, reviews, and interviews of interest to the LGBT community, our friends, family, and allies. We are your hosts, Dan Burns and Christy Cardinal. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. And we are here. We are here. Holy moly. And we have a little bit of a studio audience. We are on, um, um, uh, I guess, a tour, I guess, that she's making across country. Um, (laughs) And, uh, oh, yeah, those fall apart, by the way. Um, (laughs) Awesome. My mom used to make these. I love these cookies. Um, We're having a little festive time at the moment. Um, But uh, we have uh, Meredith Hockman all the way from Washington, D.C. Woohoo! Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and I love this to... part. Let's see what happens. So, Meredith, how was your week? Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. I've had a very fascinating week. Oh, wow. See, she has to move out of town to have a fascinating week. Then something week. cool happens. That she'll That's talk. right. Exactly. Man, oh man. So, um, so, so, how are you, Christy? I'll get back to you. That's fine, Meredith. I'm good. I'm. I have to tell you, you brought these cookies in. Thank you, by the way. You're welcome. You're welcome. Alex comes in here and has some. Yes. But I was just telling Meredith that I haven't been eating sweets at all. Oh. I've sort of like made a few. Or had made a few choices to eat some sweets in the last few days. Okay. Um, you know, taste testing things that right. I'm making and whatever, and yep. quality control is very important. Absolutely. As you will find out in just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> um. So after the two cookies that I just ate, I imagine in about ten minutes we're gonna have a really good time <laughs> on the show. Um. Either that, or I'm gonna get sick, which isn't due to your cooking. I'm. Certain. Oh, good. Okay. Shoo. Well, I'm not certain about that. I oh. also was planning to bring cookies to the show tonight ah and i and where are they in my trash can (laughs) here's what happened i would like to say i am not a bad cook i want to start right absolutely not i've had your cooking i am not a bad i admire your cooking but i most often buy whole wheat flour that's you know very nutritious of you yes i don't usually buy white flour if i you know it's very rare unless and what do you normally make with that wheat flour Bread, like bread, pizza dough. Okay. All right. Yeah, whatever. Wow. Um, a, it is tasty. It does add a nice nuttiness. To yeah, things. it does. And yes. I, d- I make um, um, pancakes, whatnot, whatever. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a bread machine, so I make bread too nice. and whatever. Well, I didn't think that anything about, I'm not a much of a baker. It's not that I can't do it. I just don't do it very often. Okay. So it seems kind of time consuming and whatever. And so, I made these really exciting, cool cookies with this whole wheat flour. Now, these cookies were ca- they're called coffee jumbles. You're supposed to like roll them into logs and like oh. shape them into weird things. Roll them in sugar, and they're coffee flavored. And you shape them into S's and spirals and whatever. And it's supposed to, you wow. know, it's kind of a festive cookie. Absolutely. Well, they tasted like tiny little sugar rolled. Loaves of whole wheat bread. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, we can just get a little butter. Well, the right. breadsticks. Right. <laughs> I and made were, you holiday breadsticks. <laughs> exactly. Rolled in sugar. Because everything in the holidays has to be coated in sugar. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> so, and they were not. Oh. And they it wasn't as though they were the consistency of bread. They were the consistency of a cookie. Oh, so like a scone. Not that good. Oh. oh. <laughs> 
A step down or two from the scone. A step down or two from the scone. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I don't have anything to offer. all right. Not a problem. I feel bad about that because you did bring such a lovely plate of holiday cookies. Well, it was quite a... It was a very interesting... um, It was a very interesting experiment because I am one who does not cook. (laughs) <laughs> at, at all kind of thing so i thought these this are year, beautiful especially the cornflake wreath thank yeah, you that, thank i you. love it that's amazing yeah see and I, the plate was very tastefully put together also thank you you didn't just dump them on right there, there um, was presentation <laughs> yes actually there there wasn't really a presentation it was more like we'll hide the bad cookies on the bottom that and is then we'll presentation that's presentation flavor. oh because i was trying to think of like a filler for the bottom to make it look like it was big that's presentation you know, that's all about presentation man and then the, have you been watching top chef no i, I haven't it's, it's a natural <laughs> it's an it's a gay thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's something that, that you get when gay? you come out Oh, yeah. Oh, is he? Oh, I have no idea. I've never seen the show. So I'm going to have to turn to the food channel. Well, no, Top Chef is like is like Project Runway, but for cooks. Yeah. Oh, that's the one where the guy's always yelling at everybody and mm, like, come yeah. on, come on, come on. And then people start crying and then that's they quit. That's one that's no. just like it. Oh. It's like, it has the same, it's a cooker show, like for okay. chefs and whatnot, but they're not so rude on this show. Oh. No, they're well, more refined. They're more refined. It's a, oh. Yeah, I hate that show with that guy that's all yes. angry all the time. I could watch it. It's just like that Chopper show the with the dad and the oh, son. Oh, the dad and the son who are always Yeah, up. he's yeah. always yelling at his kid, it's calling him County. names. Yeah. yeah. I just can't deal with those. So you're not a cooker, but you and you did a great job. Well, thank you. But you also notice there's a theme. Everything has either been melted and put together or, or it's a, it seems to be. Oh, but there was one. There was a couple that kind of did not go very well. Um, I saw in this... Um, uh, this picture that I thought would be perfect for cookies um, um, that had um, had there were there um, you basically make rice krispies and you use you know food coloring um, mm-hmm. to make a different different color batches and then you make them into light bulbs light oh. bulb shapes uh-huh. okay. and then you take licorice. And then you wrap it around the base of the the ball. I'm following you. And then you string. This is thrilling. This yes. story you're telling. And then you take a string <laughs> to go to from one light bulb to the next. So you have a string. I totally of- think you just found my Christmas spirit. I, I haven't oh really my felt goodness. it, but that description oh, of those cookies. Wow. Ha! Oh. I love those. <laughs> well, that was ter- they were they turned out really good. But then when we had it all done and they all cooled down, did they mush? The um <laughs> the licorice, which I had no idea would do, like unspiraled spiraled itself, kind of thing, came loose uh, from the. Uh, I wonder if you need like a simple syrup or something to make it stick together. Oh, yeah, I didn't or think of like that. yeah, of course you didn't. Oh, like a sugar man. water. Yes, that something. would have been it. Who would to, like stick it together? Oh, you, I, you know, can we turn off her mic? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Dan will still be able to hear her. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you missed uh, me. Who are you kidding? And so we, uh, so yeah, that was the other, so that was the one. And then the one I decided I was going to give everybody anyway was the ones that we, on the very bottom and the stars. Yeah, I'm totally having one now. So it's basically what it's supposed to do is that you're supposed to cut out the hole so that, and I can't remember, what are those like the, on um, churches? And stained glass. Stained glass. They, they're called like stained glass cookies. And what you do is you. I saw that on Sandra D. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know about these. I just heard about them. And that's how where they probably found out about she them. She made like little houses with stained glass windows. Yes. That was it. And they were they so I said, Oh, I'll just take a star 
and then cut out the middle and then um, uh, put a bunch of different kinds of uh, hard candy. I use Jolly Ranchers. I can and, tell. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and put that in the middle and then it would melt and make a little design or whatever. Um, well, what I didn't know is like, well, the sugar cookie dough that I was using, um, when I would make the stars, do you ever see um, SpongeBob and you know Patrick? Uh-huh. It yeah. was kind of a deformed Patrick. <laughs> it was a very <laughs> weird uh, star. Um, Patrick and, is very gay, by the way. Oh, I love Patrick. I think that's a Halloween costume for you. Absolutely. In fact, my nephew wanted me to go. He wanted to go as SpongeBob, and he wanted me to go as Patrick. That'd and I wasn't so sure funny. at the time because SpongeBob just came out. What he was really implying with that? <laughs> um, like, am I am I dumb or uh, so? <laughs> Um, not worldly, I should say, not dumb, but not worldly. Um, and, uh, so the, uh, um, 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 so Sorry. anyway, so I, the, 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 the stars came out, uh, deformed and then I found out that the hard candy melts and then bubbles. So you'll have stars that will have like, like a bubbled and then poured onto one of the arms <laughs> of the star. Um, and so there's like two spots, but one is clear and the other one is like part of the cookie. Um, or some splattered. And so it's kind of a very interesting design. Um, but also some of them ended up with a hole in the middle because the cookie absorbed <laughs> the candy. I didn't put enough in. So oh, I didn't yeah, that. it was a very interesting experiment. So maybe it's the kind of candy you used. And it could be. It yeah, could be because we had be. to crush it and all these different things, and I was like, ah, uh, so. Yeah, she yeah. didn't crush hers. Oh. She like broke them in half, but she didn't crush them. Did she use uh-huh. Jolly Ranchers? It didn't. She didn't specify. They looked like. Because I wonder if Jolly Ranchers that's using those specifically might have been your issue. Because yes. I was thinking they're too sugary, and. Like, oh, now why would sugar... These tends to bubble more, like right. when you make candy. Oh. It gets very bubbly. Yeah. And that way, oh, and that's how they maybe interact with the I mean, all cookie. hard candy is almost all sugar. But Jolly Ranchers are egregious in the area yes, of the sugar. exactly. So... Yes. So, yes. So there was a kind of a mixture, but my favorite... Lifesavers. You should have gone with the Lifesaver. Oh, that would have been interesting. Not the wintergreen. No. <laughs> that wouldn't have worked as very well. <laughs> butter rum maybe that's kind of holiday Ooh, oh that would have been good yes. it's kind of holiday yeah i mean all the windows would have been amber which isn't as fun no. as multicolors but yeah but but you can always get the see but now when i when i grew up that was what we used to get in our stocking is the suitcase size oh yeah the book the, the book story of, book of, the story book of lifesavers uh-huh. yes yeah. i used to get that and then some oranges and nuts and then my mom would Experiment. What experiment? I heard her. She experimented one year and put like hard candy, but loose that aren't wrapped oh. in the stocking as well. That's so, bad idea. No, well. bad idea. Because when you pulled it off of the stocking, you had little bits. <laughs> you had little. Yeah, <laughs> felt. Yeah, it was. It was Carpet. very interesting. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, yeah I so. always had an orange and an apple in my stocking that was always in the foot. Yes. Of the, of the sock. Yes. That's what filled out the foot, and uh. then. As I grew older, I we st- I still get a Christmas stocking. Aww. Not from my parents. From, you know, Danielle and I give each other a stocking. And um, uh, always a bag of Hershey's Hugs with almonds. Aww. Always. Wow. I love That's that candy. Sweet. Absolutely. Gosh. See, now my sister knitted her boyfriend, now her current husband, um, a stocking. Um, but it was... I swear, like five feet long, so she could put like all his presents in it, like this. And he, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh, I want that stocking. Yeah. <laughs> and if that's just the stocking, I mean, we have a whole mm-hmm. other like 
spending limit on the stocking. Absolutely. Like it's a separate yeah, we do too. entity yes. of gift giving. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't fall into the realm of the other gifts. No. It's very. Right. And right. there is sort of like, you don't really, it would, you know, you have to be choosy about what goes in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't just be any part of the gift. Right. So. Right. So it's very interesting. So it was a very interesting um, time. So, so what else happened with the, with the cookies? Did you have an, or did you have anything else happen this week? Did I have anything else happen this week? Not so much. Not so much. I baked some cookies. That's what I did. I also, good lord, made fudge for the first time. <gasps> oh, I love doing that. Wow, that's kind of complex. Absolutely, that's the one thing I know how to do. And it's—I mean—you have to have a thermometer in there, and like, or or what you could do is that you count isn't on there it. Easy fudge. There, yeah, is, there are easy good. fudge, but it's not very, very tasty. Good. I don't like fudge, so it's all. Oh, the same to see, me. I adore fudge. At least the kind I make. But yes. But the, but what can you do other than a thermometer? What you can do is you bring it to a boiling point. Right, and then you can and drop then, it in cold water or whatever. And oh no, you leave it oh. in, if it's once it gets to a boiling point, and then you time it. Um, and it would just naturally get to that heat that you have to get it to. Right. And then, um, at least that's how we used to do it. We mixed all the butter and the marshmallow and the See, I wanted milk. one without marshmallow in it. Oh, so I don't know I how to do that w- Yeah, I didn't want any with the marshmallow fluff in it. I wanted oh, it to not have okay. that. So we made a chocolate fudge and a peanut butter fudge. Interesting. And we made the peanut butter fudge actually was a microwave recipe. Oh. And that turned huh. from... Good Eats from Alton Brown on Food Network. Interesting. And How I do you make to, that one? I mean, I you mind me asking? Say, do you remember? No, I oh. don't mind you asking. You melt butter and peanut butter in the microwave uh-huh. for two minutes. Okay. You take it out. You stir it. Okay. Do it for two minutes more. Okay. And then you stir in a pound of confectioner sugar. Oh, my God. Ow. Ow. That's, That's a set in vanilla. In vanilla. And so wow. you stir that until it's, you know done and you pour it in the pan make it flat and refrigerate God. it that peanut butter fudge is awesome i wow well yeah butter peanut butter and sugar right. i would love it my four my two it's three like food groups what's inside the reese's peanut butter cups i bet kind of it's probably similar to that uh, though this yeah. is a little like that's Fudgier? very crumbly right this isn't crumbly at all it's like a piece of fudge wow i mean it's crumbly the way that fudge is but that's a great next step what? Then cut it into little uh, squares. And it, and, it in chocolate. Oh, put a toothpick and then dip it. Yeah. And, uh, and then that way you've well, got Well, you know, B- Buckeyes are essentially peanut butter, confectioner, sugar mixed together, rolled into a ball and dipped in chocolate. No, That's I didn't what know a that. Buckeye is. Ah, uh, see, I wasn't allowed to make them this year. So, because I was at... Um, Were you at people's houses who are against the Buckeyes? Yes. They don't even live in Ann Arbor. You well, don't I don't, have to. I don't, I don't really care that... I mean, it's... Hit, it's what the hell is that yeah, mean? Absolutely. <laughs> it's candy. But I said, I, I want to be able to. I said, oh, and I really want to make some Buckeyes to put on the the dishes and things. And and uh, they were and they looked at me and said, uh, no, we we won't be helping you make those. And I was just like, well, what do you mean you're going to help me make those things? No, no, the, we don't make Buckeyes. Like this or whatever. <laughs> and I'm very we we have a no. So then I said, can we have can we make peanut butter rolls? <laughs> I got clever. Um, chocolate covered peanut butter rolls, and they were like, or uh, balls, and they were like, um, no. We uh, no, <laughs> so I was like, "Darn it!" So but I, yeah, I do like the Buckeye, and that's that's exactly what Buckeye re- the Buckeye recipe is: is peanut butter and confectioner sugar just mixed together, mixed together, and then you make it into a ball, mm-hmm. and then you dip it in the chocolate. Oh, that's mm-hmm. so easy! It's I thought it was easy. like so complicated. No, it's way easy. You roll it into a ball, 
and you have melted chocolate. Take a toothpick, dip it in the melted chocolate, set it on wax paper to cool. Wow. It's very good. Okay, so like the marshmallow stuff stuck to a lot of the wax paper. How do you prevent that? You can spray. Cooking spray. Yeah, just a little bit. Oh, okay. Rub just it around. Bit. Or you can take a, a stick of butter uh-huh. and have the end open. Like if you've ever oh, sliced yeah. it yep. and mm-hmm. just rub it across the wax paper. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Very clever. See, all these little cooking... See, cooking... See, welcome to Closets Are for Clothes. You know, the cooking the, show. The cooking show. <laughs> Apparently, we've become a cooking the show. Pandora's Lunchbox version of... Uh, uh, right, right. <laughs> the Pandora's Lunchbox edition of Closets Are for Clothes. Which is on every Thursday at 6.30, I believe? I think so. Yes, okay. So, um, so a yeah, great show. That Listen was, to it. The fudge experience was fun. G- good. The, excuse me. The chocolate fudge didn't turn out quite as well, but not gross or bad. Just okay. the peanut butter is like stellar. Got it. The chocolate is kind of mediocre. Okay. Okay. Um, fortunately for us, we made two batches of peanut butter and only one batch of chocolate. Cha-ching. But I have to say that there is not a thing about fudge that is good for you. No, absolutely not. <laughs> not a Hello. thing. Well, well except you... the peanut butter fudge has a little protein in it. I'll just <laughs> you beat me to it. I was just about to say it. If you have it with marshmallows, you got dairy. <laughs> so. Well, there's dairy in the butter and there's dairy in the condensed milk, but... yeah. No. Not good dairy. No. I mean, not butter. Not heart healthy dairy. Not heart healthy <laughs> dairy, that's for sure. It's not skim milk. Nope. Exactly. Um, so, but it was fun to make. Good. And it was hilarious when, because, you know, my partner and I were making the fudge together, and I was reading the recipe to her. I was like, so you want to take uh, two sticks of butter and a cup of peanut butter? And she's like, what? <laughs> and I said, and a pound of confectioner's sugar. And she's like, are you kidding me yeah <laughs> she's like what are we making a slab of fudge the size of our table i yeah. was like no this is all in nine by nine well see and that's what's so it was so fascinating to me it's like all these things i thought it was gonna cost me like a couple hundred dollars for all these all the all this uh the food the ingredients and things like this and it was like really cheap i was yeah. like oh my gosh and then but then at the same time then i got nervous because i wasn't sure i had enough cookies but um, but I, I think it did pretty good. I think I made about um, about ten batches. I think. So. Well, here's the thing: what we did with the fudge, and then we also made some of Danielle's famous butterscotch Odie cookies. Ooh. Um, is that then we went to a cookie exchange? Well, I didn't oh. go because I don't belong at those places. Ah, got I'm it. Just trying to say. Got it. <laughs> I don't want to say much more than that because I want anybody to feel bad. But all right. And so Danielle took Charlotte, and they went to a cookie exchange. Got and it. we had to bring six dozen cookies, and she came home with only six, six dozen people cookies. there. No, oh. no, no, no. We had to bring six dozen of what we made. I know. And then no, no, how do you no, split we, it up? You, I don't know how they split it up. Oh, see how we do it. So I'm sorry to let you finish the story. No, no, no. I was just gonna say. So we are. We were like, okay, cool. We have Christmas presents for all these people. We don't know what to give. You know? <laughs> but I didn't want to bring those unknowns right. to you. Right. Ah, thanks. <laughs> Thank welcome. you. I don't really. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Could be anything. Absolutely. Anything going on there. Absolutely. So, so how I'm, do you do yours? So I'm used to where you make like, for instance, you invite like 12 people. You um, make 12, you make 13 um, dozen, you keep one for yourself, um, and then you bring 12 to the to the party, and then you just make sure you bring back one of each of the person's um, cookies. So therefore, you get then 12 different cookies, and then when you get home, you now have right. you know, 13. But there are 12 people, 
So, I mean, and that's like a small group. I mean, I, I've attended, I shouldn't say I've attended, I guess I've heard of, um, you know, where they have like 25 people come in and do these ex- cookies exchange, like all the cousins and come in and they all, and they coordinate like what kind of cookie you can make. And so wow. nobody shows up with the same one. Right. You know. Well, um, yeah. 25 different kinds of cookie. There are a lot of kinds of cookie. Mm-hmm. There really it just are. seems like a lot of work. There was. Um, 25 dozen. This Think one. Yeah, that'd be awesome, though, to have 25 dozen cookies. Exactly. And rule. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen her eyes. Her eyes got bigger than the microphone. But the the thing with it is, is that in some ways, it can be sort of competitive. Oh, it certainly is. Like, I'm going to bring a very fancy cookie. Yes. And yes. I'm going to have made 12 dozen of this very fancy uh-huh. cookie. You know, there was. I, it's just... Well, they make like the like a friend of mine who does this. They they try to find a the most unique cookie they can find. So they come up with these like really wacky flavors, or um, and it just it's 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 amazing. So like you know coconut peanut peanut and uh, and cinnamon or something. Or I mean, it's just a very interesting combinations that things like that they come I up was with. watching on sh- on TV about cookie exchanges, and this woman was talking about her famous cookie that she always makes was a s'mores ravioli oh i think i saw that that just sounds gross it did well that she doesn't use like like pasta dough oh, oh like okay dough. i was like oh but then it's filled with a s'mores filling oh which she doesn't use marshmallow but she uses cream cheese chocolate and graham crackers very interesting she doesn't use the marshmallow because it ra- it didn't work okay Explodes, I would think. and then what does she use to make the ravioli or the the i'm assuming part? some some sweet Probably like a sugar cookie yeah a sugar thing. cookie or a shortbread oh, or wow, interesting. something like that that's very pliable and we'll she try that. had a ravioli maker you know the pasta thing yeah she put it in there and filled it up and she puts a little sugar on them and boom there you go there's her s'mores ravioli wow which Sounds gross. Yes. Because well, I always think of sauce when I hear ravioli. Yes. That's and what I was thinking. Like ragu. Sauce. But you can do chocolate sauce. Very good. Right. Yes. Ragu. <laughs> well, we do have um, some more of the show to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> so let's take a break and uh, we'll get back to Meredith and see what she's been up to. This is Keith Orr from Common Language Bookstore and The Out Bar. You're listening to Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 on your radio dial. Yeah. So, so hey, hi. <laughs> so Meredith. Yes. How the heck have you been, girl? Oh, I'm good now. Yay. Yeah. What do you mean you're good now? Oh, I gotta tell you, law school's no joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear. Especially those finals. Oh. You know, you get ouch. one chance. It's one final. It's your entire grade. I think wow. they mean to torture you. Like, I think there's some sadistic person out there who created law school was like, I know what we can do. <laughs> One grade, three classes, Ouch. two weeks. Ouch. And we'll make one of them closed book. So you got to memorize an entire <sighs> semester. 
Wow. But isn't that what you're supposed to do anyway? Is like it's no, to... no. You would never walk into a lawyer's office, and they wouldn't be able to pull out some. Yeah, but if you became a nurse, don't you have to like memorize what you've learned for the entire semester so that you kind of build on it, so you know, like if I go in for an exam. But you know, at that point, you've if you've had a midterm, you sort of know what your strengths and your weaknesses are. Oh, you so know you can what you know, what that. you don't know. Ah. You kind of know where what the professor may ask. But you. aren't you writing briefs the whole time? No. Oh. So there's like no homework. There's no homework. There's no nope. like. What about like when the you get called on in class? Like they'll they do this thing called the Socratic method where okay. you don't know when you're on call most of the time. Okay. In some classes you do, but in general you don't know. And they call on you and you have to discuss the case with the professor one on one. He'll ask you questions. Wow. Mm-hmm. And and that, that can be pretty intimidating. It is really intimidating. Wow. And how did you do with those? Those fine. Okay. It wasn't too bad. I mean, as long as you go to class prepared, you can't show up to... I don't know how people show up unprepared to class because okay. I would have an emotional breakdown if right. I got called on and you had to pass. Oh, I, I don't know. That would be horrible. So what do they do if you have to pass? Uh, most professors don't care because they figure we're all adults. Okay. But I had a professor who, if you signed in that you were prepared to talk and then you couldn't talk about the topic... You would lose points. Oh. Well, I think that if you sign in and say you're prepared, then you should be prepared. You should be prepared. I agree with you, but you'd be surprised how often people sign in prepared in hopes that they won't be called on. Now, what? What would be? Would there be something on your paper? Like, would you get points off if you weren't prepared? You lose points off of your final exam. If you if you say, are if you don't sign in as prepared. No. Well, you had like a certain number of like you can be not prepared a certain number, X of, number times. of times. X number of times. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Why are you throwing things at me? <laughs> Dan, Merry don't get Christmas so to you too, man. Absolutely, uh-huh. God darn it! Dang. So, yeah, but I'm good now. Wow. Because it's over, or at least the first. So, semester. how do you think you did? Or do you know? I have no idea. That's the other thing. You have no idea. You've never taken one of these before. Wow. Yeah. And when do they tell you? February. So you can start your next semester. Yeah, everybody and not says even the same. Yes. Yeah. Whether you want to continue. <laughs> Right. Oh my goodness. I sort of think though your best bet is if you're not sure and you walk into that final exam and you like really didn't have any clue you just shouldn't come back. Oh, oh, okay. Got because it. what's the point? Like right. it's not going to get any more Well, it's not it, going to get easier. Well, it's supposed to get easier, but you're supposed to, you know, if you're having trouble in the beginning, in a way that's like the easier stuff you're going to learn. So. Right. I don't wow, cuz that's kind of like the foundation. Yeah. That everything's going to be based on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. But if you think about it, that's kind of how, like, you need to be prepared when you go into court. Right. So You, you can't say to a, to a judge, oop, I don't know. Right. I had <laughs> right. A, I had a late night last night. And I, right. I had too I many get, beers at the bar. Right. My yes. bad. I had this chick. Yeah. She was right. just, you know. You had a chick, dude? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Wow. So how's DC? What's DC's, DC's like? DC's great. It's it's like a small big town, you know, like there's well, because it doesn't feel like New York City where like there's so much hustle and bustle and you feel overwhelmed about it and it's not like that, but it doesn't feel like Ann Arbor. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. it it's a little bit bigger than that. And so gotcha. it's good. It's nice. It gets it's been really warm. I know it's been really warm here, but it's been like yeah. 70 there. Yeah. It's really, it throws me off. El Nino. Yeah. Al Gore well, was right. Well, yeah, but also it's D.C. It's south, more south of us. I mean. Well, it is. And their temperatures tend to be a little more temperate than ours. Right. I mean, give her January, February. She'll start getting the 30s. 
I hope so, because 70 is not right. <laughs> Girl, good thing you didn't go to law school in Florida. Go Seriously, I wouldn't be able to handle that. Exactly. On an everyday basis? No, I don't like the heat. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, it's good. I really, you know, I our building, I live in a building, a really nice building in like a quiet residential area. And almost everybody in my building are like older 50 plus 70 plus year old lawyers folks. no oh okay and they all kind of like it's like being in a dorm oh because kind of, they all kind of congregate in the like the not the hall but there's like a front lobby kind of place uh-huh. they all just congregate down there and talk their dogs are down there it's fascinating wow yeah, see, i would love to be see i would love to be in a situation where that would be Maybe on. you should tell people you're busy <laughs> six to seven on Wednesdays, Dan, because you uh, always are. I, I have a feeling. I, oh, maybe. <laughs> I guess I don't know this person. Oh, so um, because I'm noticing that our guest is not, not here, here yet. Yeah, so she's usually pretty early. So, um, but anyway, so, so yeah, um, that's I really like where I'm living, and it's it's quiet and it's fun taking the metro. I don't know if anyone's taking the subway, but it's like the subway. It's and like in New York? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yes, like I love the Metro. Yeah, it's great. It's so easy. Yeah, I like it. I actually like it better than the New York subway. Yeah. Oh. It's much, it's more easily used. It is. It's That's because it was, yes. it wasn't, I feel like some ways the New York one just happened. Right. This one was better planned. It was more pl- planned better. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's easier to find your way around. Mm-hmm. You're not, you, you don't see as many tourists standing there staring at maps thinking, I don't know what this means. Right. Well, I mean, in Washington, D.C. was a very much a planned city. Right. You know, New York so was not a planned city. Right. You know, there yeah, are parts they were of it like that have been it planned. Together. Yeah, they were like Yeah, they kind of put that one together. Right. Yeah. Well, D.C. being a planned city, they had the opportunity to... You Absolutely. Know, plan the subway and everything too. Wow, but that'd be mm-hmm. pretty cool to get so like kind of meet your neighbors and mm-hmm. and what's been going on, you know, with, yep. in the lobby. And I mean, because I would love because that's one of the things I loved when I lived in Ann Arbor is I lived in this like where there's a group of like four homes that um, were like all owned by the same person or the same family, mm-hmm. um, and we all shared the same uh, back uh, d- uh, driveway slash parking lot. Right. Um, and basically, what they did is they just we just had no none of us had any backyard. Uh, they would rent that out as um, uh, parking spaces for uh, people in the area, business people in the area. And so we all shared this thing. And it was fabulous when I showed up. The um, the woman down the street uh, brought us um, a basket. She's like, get the basket back. But she, uh, she brought us like uh, gladiolas <laughs> and gr- oh, uh, green beans from her garden. And, yeah. um, and she and then I love it. I didn't realize it at the time, but she also had a martini in the in the other hand. <laughs> and so she delivered it and, you know, but called right on her a martini on. and said, I want the basket back. I said, all right, great. Well, that's how she gardened. She would be out there in her big fabulous hat, um, you know, and um, and in her little skimpy, you know, shorts and a little tube top type thing, with her martini in her left hand, sitting provocatively with like you know the rake or the the hoe, sitting if you will, and um, and doing her gardening and her for, with all her vegetables. That is rocking. And she would do this every. It was absolutely hysterical. And then you'd be like, hey, and she'd la- she'd wave back or or toast you with her, you know, <laughs> her hand was busy. The only she'd toast you with her martini that's and hilarious i never saw the woman without a martini ever that's hilarious absolutely it was just so hysterical and then um you know then just all of us we'd always be together talking to each other and 
you know, it was wonderful. So I would love to be in like a like an apartment complex where, mm-hmm. you know, as I'm walking in the lobby, you know, hey, Mildred, how are you? Yep. Like this yeah, or whatever. Totally. We had a Christmas party that our building. Oh, threw. that'd be so cool. Yeah. See, we yeah. never did that. We never went to each other's houses. We stayed in each other's back back porches, but we never entered the house. You know, that's so. all the rage with the the retirement communities. You know, the like planned. Oh. Activities. Yes. Now I don't mean nursing homes. I'm talking about like everybody else around like a senior, piano. like a like a like a senior living where everyone in the center is of a certain age at least. Right, and they they like have retired, and they own a home in this community or condo or whatever. But there's like you know regular bingo, and there's uh-huh. always a holiday party. It's very social, very communal. Yes. I think we should do that no matter how old you are absolutely i agree i think it's nice it's also nice because you feel like if especially when you're living in a new city that there are people right down the hallway that you can like if you wanted to you could meet them absolutely Mm -hmm. and you sort of have the option to be social or not social and right you kind of do the yeah i should do that with my little subdivision because we have this big ditch that's the size of like a field uh football field and um you're you know, gonna throw people in it well no i mean but it's a little <laughs> well no it's it's grassy and everything like this and like the kids you mean play go out there and play absolutely we could have like for easter we could do a little egg you know well, nice. a- mm-hmm. egg races or um, i think it t- takes people a little bit of time to get comfortable with the idea of spending time with people in their community but once uh-huh. they do it a yeah. couple of times they're like oh this is great we should do this all the time absolutely because then i can look like, i can actually get more gossip that way too right. yeah you absolutely know? What if those are at the end of the place you, you know? can learn a lot of stuff absolutely about that. absolutely That's for sure definitely that is for sure well should we take another break yeah now that i got you know we timed that perfectly just <laughs> poor alex he was yeah, trying to like trying to come in here and get a cookie <laughs> And we're like, no, we're going to take a break. So Sit we, down. Exactly. So when we come back, we um, have some, I'm going to be a little uh, titillating with this. <laughs> um, we're going to break some condoms when we come back.
that. Oh! Could see, you really? Is, that'd be yeah. perfect. And we're not talking about cookies, people. Nope. <laughs> we're not talking about cookies. <laughs> to do with that. Well, we have Beth from the Safer Sex Store over on uh, South University with us tonight. And we were just talking about a dress that's been going, that our email that I just received recently of this uh, gentleman who made um, a, a dress out of all condoms. And Multicolor. A- yeah. Absolutely. It's actually quite pretty. It is. It's absolutely phenomenal. And it's just, it, it is. And so, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm up for a few days maybe i can come over and we can, we can teach me how to do that um but uh <laughs> um but at the i don't top know the- i have to see close-ups of it i don't know if it's sewn or if it's glued oh, hot glued. oh. if it's i mean yeah so i don't know i think he sewed it i think i, I mean, read certainly that he did. it's sewable and i also i worry i wonder if it's lubricated or non-lubricated well it, would, it has to be lubricated right yeah because you you don't have because you have to slip options. it on <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You need to wiggle your way into it. Yes, right. Um, yeah, because there wouldn't be that many. There's only there's... yeah one right, right, color, right. and it's just the nude color, uh, you know, like a beige color, if you will. That um, right is so a non-lubricated lubricated. variety. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I could totally make that dress. So describe it over the air, so people are like, "What the heck are you talking about?" Actually, um, just Google it. Yeah, Google condom, condom dress. dress, and it's the first hit is the dress, and it's a. It, the top of it is a t- is like tank style, the bodice, and it's the condoms are still rolled up. Yes, and they're just just kind of you know put together put together that way. The skirt, the the condoms are unrolled. Yes, and they're the open end is hanging down and it's tiered, looks like ruffles. Yes, yes, it's very cute actually. Absolutely, not that I would wear it, but. It's cute. Well, the only problem I have with it is that I have this thing doing safer sex education all these years, poking holes in condoms would just <laughs> drive me up a wall. I feel yeah, like definitely not usable. Uh, condoms. No, 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 no. Or used. put into the dress. Right, right. <laughs> yes, that would be kind of interesting. Yes. Well, oh. wow. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway. So yeah, so a couple months ago, um, Beth uh, was on our show and we were talking on Closets Over Clothes on WCBN Ann Arbor. Check you out. Hey, look at that. Finally. Um, <laughs> just in time. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, so um, and we were talking about um, uh, the not using um, or the mixing of various um, safer sex items. Yes, of, materials, I- lubrications that you need to be aware of when you're practicing safer sex so, one thing that we did was to try and make this easy, yes. we're going to break it down into the different types of materials that condoms are made from. Yes. And there's three. So, we have latex as your number one selling and your biggest variety yes. of condoms that are available. So, if you're looking for the colored, the sizes, thin, ribbed, poked. Dotted, you know, all yep. those. Dental dam. Yes. Yeah, the dental dam varieties, all of those are going to be made from latex. Got it. Your second variety is going to be polyurethane. Got it. And polyurethane is basically a plastic. Okay. We recommend the polyurethane only for people who are latex sensitive. So okay. meaning you have an allergy, sensitivity, red skin, itching, burning sensation after using a latex condom. Got so it. why only people who have a latex sensitivity? The benefit of latex is that it stretches. The drawback with polyurethane is that it doesn't have the same elasticity. Okay. So it has a higher breaking percentage. With friction, with that that. condom, yes, you will get a higher breaking percentage. 
it's very important also with that particular material of condom that you use a high quality lubricant and we're going to talk about the different lubricants and what can be used with what in just a second but the third and lesser known is also the natural lamb natural lamb condom is made from lamb's intestines and only used for pregnancy prevention that's it it is not going to be any type of protection against stds stis or hiv got it so Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So our best bet when we are using a type of condom or making our selection for any type of condom use is going to be our latex. And that's what we advise people when they come into the store. So the only problem is is that a lot of people don't realize that latex also is very sensitive. So there are certain things that you can't do. You can't expose it to high heat because they can it will melt. You can't expose it to... Now, if I have really hot sex, though... Hot sex well, for a minimum amount it. of time. <laughs> Actually, you better be having it, right? <laughs> exactly. Why well, have it if you're not having that? That's right. <laughs> so that would be okay. Oh, okay. But so you're not that hot. one thing that's interesting, and you always hear the, you know, this little, don't put a condom in your wallet. Yes. And a lot of people don't know the reason why. Well, what is the temperature of our body? Ninety-eight point six. Yeah. Exactly. Good, good Woohoo! Job little biology question there so your your skin temperature actually can be too hot with a condom being stored in a wallet if you carry your wallet in a back pocket or close to your body and then it can cause uh you know a breakdown of that that latex material same thing uh with exposure to too cold of a temperature so right now as the temperatures are dropping if you leave a box of condoms out in your car you could cause damage to that product now if you don't know if you've caused the damage or not if you try and unroll a condom and it's sticky then there's been some type of breakdown. Same thing if it's kind of cracked and the natural lubricant that's on the condom is, you know, kind of broken down and it's got like a flakiness to it. You definitely do not want to use a condom. Okay, okay, so back up here. So when so to know I've got a good product, like for instance, I'm picking out a melon at the store. So um, when I open the open it open the condom uh, package up, I want to make sure that it's lubricated, very wet. But and not flaky, um, but not sticky. Not sticky either. Okay, so, so not tactile sticky. Correct. Or, but it could be wet, like okay. Yes, okay. actually, that's a perfect uh, adjective. Okay. If it's tacky and it's sticking uh, to itself and not easily unrolled, then uh-huh. you have an issue. Okay. 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 Um, the uh, then when you're looking at a polyurethane condom, you're not going to have the same problems with heat. And cold because it's plastic. Plastic is more resilient. Got it. Okay? But with the friction, you have to remember that friction. You know, once it's unrolled, you got to be careful about that because you could cause damage in that fashion. Mm -hmm. With a natural lamb condom, and we do not recommend them at all because you do have options now. Mm -hmm. You know, back 10 years ago, you didn't have an option before polyurethane was uh, approved by the FDA for use. But now that you do, there's really no reason to use the natural lamb. Um, But the natural lamb also, it's skin. So let's say you are, you know, making that choice and you do want to go ahead and invest in the product. It's very costly. Um, a box of 12 is about $40 and a three pack is a minimum of $12. Wow. You can get that with and without spermicide though too. Um, but because it's skin, 
if again it's cracked or flaky, then there has you know yes. been damage to that product. I couldn't use some like you know um, oil of Olay to bring it back. Oil of Olay will not rejuvenate it. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> but <laughs> it is. But let's talk about that oils. Oh, you know, okay. which that opens up a. a whole discussion you know can you use crisco can you use baby oil what about massage oils well yes you can when it comes to the polyurethane condom okay. because it's made of the same property you can also use it on the skin the natural lamb condom because it's not going to cause any you know breakdown okay. you know it's, it's essentially you're putting it on skin but the problem is we don't recommend using any type of oil-based products in the genital area because oil traps bacteria against the skin. Uh-huh. And you, the, you, you could be opening up you know, your body to an infection you know, unknowingly if you do something like that. Gotcha. So, so like, what about oh, – oh, I'll ask you later. Sorry. I was going to ask you about like with massaging. I mean, when I go awesome. to my masseuse, I mean, there's always oils that they're using and it smells good and – you know. Which is a number one problem and one thing that we really stress when somebody comes into the store and they're looking for, most people will come in the store and they say, well, we're looking for a massage oil. Okay, they use the word oil. And we always ask the open-ended questions of well, what is your end use? What are is the purpose of your purchase? If the person wants to use the product in the genital area, we steer clear of the oil and we look at different options in terms of lubrications. And we'll get to that in just a second. Now, the reason why, as we just discussed, you have one you know, drawback with uh, the oil creating that layer or that, you know, that could cause bacteria to be trapped. But the other problem is that if you are being you know, smart and you and your partner have discussed your safer sex practices and you've decided to use a latex condom, you could actually unknowingly be putting yourself in harm's way by giving an all-over body, including the genital area massage, and then going and grabbing the condom and having the oil on your hand and or in the genital area and then causing a problem because latex and oil do not mix. Okay. Okay? What happens is it's almost like when it's being exposed to too much of the, the heat and what it does is it literally eats the product, causing a sticky tackiness. And then if this occurs, then your condom will break. Wow, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> we had an, uh, an in-radio studio demonstration. That's right. right. Our condom broke. We used oil, and we demonstrated how that condom will pop. Absolutely. So then you obviously do not have any protection. Right. So we really want to cautious people to make sure that they're reading bottles and make sure that they know what they're using. So baby oil, Crisco, all of those things, massage oils are not safe with any latex. So what do you use? You know, mm-hmm. most people automatically know about water-based lubricants, which is excellent. Okay. So you've got your Astroglide, your KY jelly, things of that sort. Um, Water-based lubricants are safe with latex, polyurethane, and the natural lamb condoms. Water-based lubricants are going to be most widely found in your supermarkets, drugstores, and you know any local place that you would shop really? at. So besides your store, the Safer mm-hmm. Sex Store in South University, where I mean, because I have not been able to go. I 
at Myers they would have this? Yes, or? they do have uh, these products oh, at Myers. I guess I yeah, seen put them. it on your grocery list. I'm yeah. going to have to. The thing of... is, is that they don't provide a whole lot of option. Right. right. So usually what ends up happening is the larger chain stores make a deal in terms of purchasing power uh, and they will only buy one particular brand. So then you're limited on your options. Okay. Now the drawback, especially for women when it comes to water-based lubricants, is that most, not all, there's a few brands out there that don't, but most contain glycerin. Now, glycerin can cause and promote yeast infections internally. So if a woman's body Ouch. is sensitive to that, then I definitely recommend that you're reading the ingredients and shy away from any water-based lubricant that contains the glycerin in it. Now, this is true also for most, not all, but most of the flavored lubricants that are on the market, too. So make sure that you're just paying attention to the ingredients. The one drawback, and this is something that um, the Safe Sex Store is actually working on, um, the FDA does not regulate the packaging. So, you know, our food has the nutrients and the ingredients all out there and the labeling laws. Well, I am actually going to try and work to change those labeling wow. laws to make it safer for our consumers. Absolutely. You know, so if you don't have, you know, the safe sex store in your neighborhood, you know, where are you going to get this information? So it should be put, you know, and labeled correctly, and it's just not. Right. So the other drawback to water-based lubricants that a lot of people um, – talk about is that sticky tackiness that you get. Yes. The reason for that sticky tackiness is evaporation of water, okay, water-based product, evaporation of water, natural occurrence, and then you're left with the glycerin. So if you don't like that, your option is to move to a silicone-based product. And our silicone-based products are our number one recommended for use with all condoms, so it is completely safe with latex, polyurethane, natural lamb. And it's also safe to use all over the body as a moisturizer, as an all-over alternative to massage oils. So why don't we just get rid of the water-based lubricant industry to stay with the silicone? Well, the industry obviously isn't going to allow that. But there's also right. user preferences. Oh. So some people um, don't care for the feel of the oil because oh. it is extremely slick. And yeah, it's, right. you know, the slippery feel. But you do have options available if you you know want something that might be a little bit thicker and you like the water-based. Um, you do have options. Uh, one product that is just amazing is called Liquid Silk. Now, Liquid Silk is water-based, no glycerin, and it has one element of dimethicone, which is one part of silicone. So you get a little bit more slickness there. But it is a little bit thicker, too. Okay. Okay? And then we also have another product called Slippery Stuff that also does not contain the glycerin but is a water-based product. Now, okay. the other thing when it comes to silicone, and we do have some people that will say this, I personally don't want to wash it off because it does moisturize my skin, and I use it all over. I use it on my hands. I use it on my face, my body. But some people, they want to wash it off. And it is a little difficult to wash off. Because it's not water-based. Right. So there's, you know, it's right. difficult. Aha. Uh -huh. So you have to use a soap in uh, order to get it off the skin. Interesting. So, so like, okay, so, because when I used to do outreach, there was one gentleman that used to always come to my table, and I never understood why he did this, but he always would come to my table, and I thought, actually, it was for... Um, 
to to make things a little more slicker while he's at the place that I was doing the outreach. And um, he would always take the lube that I would be giving out and open up open up a little sample and like use it on his hands. And he says because my hands feel because so, he said my hands feel much more um, um, softer and all these different things. But I always thought, like, well, what's going to happen when his hands get wet? Like, when he has the drink in his hand and it's cold and the con- uh, condensation, his hands are going to get slippery or, or things like this. He's going to lose the drink. Yeah. So, now, was it a silicone-based product that he was no, putting? No, it was a it water-based. Wasn't, it was a water-based? Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. It probably, be, by the time that he would, you know, use something or get uh-huh. his hands slick again, right. the water would have evaporated anyway. Uh-huh. So you really wouldn't have to worry about but that. But I was always told that you can, like, keep handy, like, a, and I thought this would be always funny to keep it in the bedroom, is a um, spray bottle. Yep. <laughs> and, that will rejuvenate. Uh, and rejuvenate. It rejuvenates the product. Mm-hmm. So. Yes, it does. Um, I never had done that in my life, even though I would tell people to do it. It's a little cold, though. Yeah. Right. But I did really. Oh, this is. I had a question for later, though. But well, no, I'll ask it right now. So I hear this is the best Christmas gift that I thought I I would give all my gay friends, gay male friends. Even I'll probably give it to my um, lesbian friends too. But it was one of those things, a lube warmer. I have do I okay? That's awesome. I, wouldn't that be awesome? That's yeah, apparently, it's, great. it's 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 basically a um, is it like a cup warmer? Like a cup warmer. That's, That's exactly great. what it is. And and all they've done it is done it so that it doesn't interact with the plastic bottle. Right, done something to um, it so it doesn't make the plastic melt. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's just warm enough to keep the the lube warm. I would warm. love that because I will tell you, just this week, the. Uh, our bottle of lube had fallen on the floor, oh. which is the coldest part, you know, like all the way against the outside wall oh. on the floor. When went to use it, it was prohibitively cold. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what I will say. Exactly. Oh, it my was word. far too cold for use. <laughs> far too cold. I have recommended people that, you know, want that warming feel uh-huh. is to take the lube in your hand before applying it to the body and your your friction. Rubbing your hands together causes the friction and a warming sensation. Yeah, but sometimes you need more than you can get on that way. Well you can put it you can put it in a, in a microwave. Oh. You know? oh, you can. Yeah, you can. The only Ooh. thing you have to remember is to, to make pop the hot. top. No, just a few seconds. You know, 30 seconds, depending on the and, intensity of your And microwave. obviously you've never had a baby, because when you've, uh, you know... I But I wouldn't think to do that, but I could see someone out there not thinking about... <laughs> oh, that's true. Dumping a, well, on your wrist. Well, you actually shouldn't microwave things you're going to give your baby. Dan. Says the parent in the room. <laughs> huh. Just so you know. You know, I have heard a big controversy about microwaves recently, and I laugh because I'm microwave queen. I am you know, up, my girl. I don't even know what an oven is. We're high fiving each other. So yeah, I'm always getting yelled at by yes. my partner. Yeah. You know what are you doing? What what are you using? Plastic, plastic bowl. That's right, exactly. <laughs> well, that just diminishes all the you know value of that product that that's you're going right. to eat. I'm like whatever. Oh. <laughs> so, many, so that's a good that's a good thing. I never thought about that. Yeah, you so can do microwave, that. microwave lube. It'll put a little dab on your wrist to make sure it's the right temperature. Just make sure to pop that cap though, because you don't want to explode. explode. <gasps> you really don't want I'd imagine that would be hard to get out of your microwave. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine trying to wash out up. silicone? No. Oh my word! So. Might as well just throw it out and get a new. Uh, it would just be Absolutely. horrendous. Now, we were talking um, before about the silicone toys and the yes. silicone lubes. Yeah, I'm and very interested to have this conversation. We did do a little experiment. Oh. And we did find that the lower grade 
product, the lower-grade silicone product, will disintegrate using the silicone So like loop. a low-grade silicone toy. Exactly. So you need to really look at the quality of product that you're using it with. Mm-hmm. So if you're buying a silicone product, and again, the FDA does not you know, put on the packaging what type of grade it is, it can cause a pitting effect to the product. Um, and we did find this with a couple of our products. Um, one thing was, in, it's actually an enhancer, a penis enhancer. Okay. And we did find that it broke it down there. But then with the medical grade, the Fun Factory products, it did not do any damage to that product. Oh, interesting. So, again, it's difficult. And if you're not sure, you can always check our website at s3safesexstore.com. That's s3safesexstore.com. You can go on and find the product and look at what material it is. If you're unsure, and we put that right on, we have a whole chart, and then we also list cautions on there, too. So, you know, things not to mix with. That's because those toys are far too expensive to play games with. Exactly. Now, when you're saying low-grade, though, you're talking about a cheaper brand, price-wise. I'm talking about least expensive, yeah. Right, but they're still expensive in a lot of places. Even the low-grade ones cost more than a jelly dildo would or okay you know, it would um and just to let you know that we do have a range and our range is about 15 dollars for some silicone products and then it goes up and our most expensive is 70 and that's for the fun factories um again okay. the higher quality but uh benefits of silicone you know a lot of people are like well why should i invest in a silicone Thank over you. a jelly um well, first of all, it's a lot easier to clean because mm-hmm. it's non-porous. And a lot of people don't realize, yeah, you can put it in a dishwasher if it's microwave safe. You don't have to worry about heat with it. Um, the silicone one. The silicone. Yeah, oh. we're talking specifically silicone. But the biggest benefit, in my opinion, is you don't have to worry about any allergies. You don't have to worry about any skin sensitivities. Um, you, you know, our bodies are sensitive in the genital area, and so we do have to be careful. So if we notice any itching, burning, redness, swelling after using a product, Proper whether swelling. it be, pardon me? Proper swelling. Proper swelling. Yeah. Well, improper swelling. Improper, improper swelling. I know. I'm like, proper swelling. I don't want proper swelling. <laughs> no. Um. Yes. No. Any unusual. Let's use that word. So Got any it. unusual swelling or any unusual change in the body after using a condom or be an adult product, you really want to look at the material that you're using. You want to look at um, the type of lubricant that's on it. You know, check your um, whether or not you've got the sugar in it. Also, spermicidal lubricants are sometimes irritating. Um, but seriously, it's, you know, just eliminates those problems. Mm-hmm. So... So like okay, so if I was wanting to experiment with uh, the silicone products, mm-hmm. um, the um, uh, silicone toys, I'm sorry, because there are other silicone products from what I'm understanding. Uh, oh, so what is the difference between like a silicone um, uh, liquid versus a silicone uh, toy? It's the consistency and um, the amount of like percentages of the three different elements. Okay. That causes the consistency change and then the processing of it. Got it's it. very interesting. Yeah. And this is kind of a, a cool little thing. We're actually working with Dow Chemical 
through another laboratory in Brighton to try and look and develop our own line of silicone products, too, from the Safe Sex Store. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Because it is, I mean, it is just a wonderful product. I'll be a product tester for you. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> Free samples for everyone. That's right. Woo-hoo. So, yeah, in fact, we're, we're analyzing the different components that are out there right now, and we're trying to see, you know, how we can make things a little bit better and different and... So if I so. wanted to go out and buy one tonight, and um, so and I decide to get the fifteen dollars silicone uh, toy, I would just need to know to use the silicone um, liquid um, or a water-based liquid. You'd want, yeah, on your lower grade silicone products, you want to look for or use a water-based product. Okay. Okay. Oh, only L- a water based. Yeah. Okay. Only exactly. uh, water lubricant. Thank you. Lubricant. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay. So yeah. So doing that combination would not be. It would be okay. It would be okay. Would be but remember, okay. your latex and oil do not mix, and that's true with adult products as well. Silicone generally will go with everything. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Thanks. Thanks, Beth. Thanks, Meredith. It was nice to see you again. Absolutely. And thanks for the cookies, Dan. You're welcome. Hope everybody has a safe holiday if you're celebrating one this weekend. That's right. That's right. And we'll see you the same time, same place next week. Good night. Good night. Thanks for tuning into Closets Are Foreclosed on WCBN FM 88.3 Radio Free Ann Arbor. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500. That's 763-3500. Or you can write us here at the station at 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. The views and opinions expressed on Closets Are Foreclosed are solely those of their speakers and are not the opinions of WCBN or our licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns, I'm Christy Cardinal. See you at the same time, same place next week, Wednesday from 6 to 7. Peace. CBN FM and our my name is Robert. I am the host of this current show. You just heard from Closets Are for Clothes, and now it's time for the last installment of the hop of the semester, fall 2006.